Ye did bring your own hats. Podcasting to all of Azeroth, this is World of Warcast, episode 322. I am Michael Gaines. Good thing you introduced yourself, because it's been two weeks since we've uh, <laughs> we've talked. I'm Renata, by the way. <laughs> yes, the last time we talked. Um, yeah, it was two weeks ago. That's right. We didn't do a show last week. Everybody's been really busy. Well, so. last weekend was also Easter. Oh, that's and right, yes. There was a whole bunch of stuff going on, and then we just we just could not seem to coordinate our schedules you know people people really seem to enjoy that group episode and yes. saying you know a couple of people said why don't you do that all the time and i said sometimes it's a nightmare just just trying to coordinate our two schedules yeah you had three more people and it's not five times as difficult it's like 25 times yeah as difficult. yeah but you no know, it was still fun though I'm, I'm glad that we did it and it was it was good to talk to everybody um and we'll definitely so, do it again yeah we will do it again so um, just you know, just look for the explicit tag. Right, exactly. <laughs> You'll know what to expect. I was a little bit nervous about um, my own contributions to the explicit tag, but mm-hmm. everyone seemed to like it. Just don't get used to it because, you know, really, I, I follow the John Cleese rule, which is it only is really funny if you don't do it all that often. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, That's you know, when he comes out with, you know, when he drops the F-bomb in the middle of a sketch or something, it's really funny because he hasn't been doing. Now, have you ever seen him live? Have you ever seen John Cleese live? No. He is a yeah. I mean, he drops him all the time when he's live, of course. But his character in the Monty Python sketches was quite different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we got a lot of great feedback on that. And mm-hmm. me, I... I follow the uh, the New York, well, not New York, but you know, the, just the radio rule of keeping it clean. Mm-hmm. And definitely not, I was it's definitely not a New York rule in general. No, no, but I was I was very nervous about doing the episode the way that we did, and and then we got so much positive feedback about it. But that doesn't mean that we're going to be dropping bombs all the time. It's it's we're going to no. still going to make it very rare. Mm-hmm. Um. But I said in Discord, I think, oh my God, it's like maybe I was wrong all these years. Like, you know, maybe once in a while isn't so bad. So I stand by what I said. I think it has more impact if it is a rarity. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And also because I do know that, you know, there were some people who said, you know, they have kids and they sometimes will listen to it on speakers rather than, and the fact that we don't do all that time, all that is good. But yeah, if we have an explicit tag, it's because <laughs> hail, hail, the gang's all here. That's right. And thus, we will... Uh, well, I didn't do a themed cocktail today because I got lazy. I'm just doing my favorite dirty martini, mm-hmm. which is uh, with Russian standard vodka, uh, noily pratt vermouth, olives, and two teaspoons of olive juice. So mm-hmm. it's a very dirty martini. And it is only 4 o'clock here, but it is 5 o'clock in Greenland. So <laughs> In Greenland? In Greenland, yeah. Full Air Force Base. What about so like Newfoundland is... or something? Isn't it like yeah, 5 it, for yeah. 5.30 there? Yeah, New- Newfoundland, uh, Prince Edward Island, yeah. parts of Brunswick. Some of them are on some weird half-hour time, right. so it's 4.30. But... Greenland, it's definitely five o'clock. <laughs> okay, um, I'm just having uh, iced tea because I still have some electrical work to do around the house today, so I am not drinking. <laughs> no, electricity and alcohol do not mix. No, they do not. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, I, I want to thank everybody for uh, their feedback on that episode. So, we'll we'll definitely do it again. Yes, so. that was a lot of. Everyone had a great time. So. Oh yeah, and the reason why we're recording Sunday instead of Thursdays was it was like Monday, and I thought, oh geez, the Avengers is on Thursday. <laughs> I was like, oh, I just like. So yeah, we're recording on Sunday again. We have our nerd priorities. Yes, we do. Oh my god, this movie was so good. But I'll, I'm just not gonna. I've I've heard that. I also heard speaking of the Avengers movie. I heard there was some brawl in California where yeah. this guy went up to people who were waiting in line for it and spoiled it and got beat up. And well, I have to say, 
good on you crowd in California because uh, that should not be born. Well, okay, here's the thing. I uh, I do not condone violence in any way, but I just sort of think it's like, well, you know, what what must be going through people's heads? Like you you wait 11 years, 22 movies to see how this whole thing ends. You avoid spoilers on the internet and some prick comes around and just like yells it out. Um I don't I don't know about the whole getting beat up thing uh, but uh I don't know what I, else he I don't expected know. Just, to be honest. Yeah, well, yeah, all right. Let's 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 go there. Was he, ex- was he expecting a, a a standing ovation? What what was he expecting? No, I I don't I don't condone the whole violence thing, but I I can understand why people would get upset. Uh, it's it's it wasn't the right thing to do. Um you should have handled the, the people should have handled it differently. I'll just say that. But sat um, on him and smothered him. What? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. It's that, that's a that's a crappy thing to do. It is. It, it, it's it really totally, is. You know what? What kind of what kind of lame life do you have that you think this is funny? Well, you this know? is this is the world of internet trolls. So I, I know. know, but generally with internet trolls, there's that whole anonymity thing uh, that that's true. sort of protects them. Whereas, you know, this is up close and personal. This is face to face. They can see you. Yeah. So, I mean, it took some guts. I'm not saying that in any sort of admiring fashion, though. Or, or did it? Maybe that's the problem with this guy is that maybe he just didn't have guts and he just he's just a, he's just an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mean, yep. and I'm only saying idiot because I don't want to put the explicit tag on. So it's just you know, right. inject your favorite a word there. So right. <clears throat> I don't know. <sighs> but I went in with no spoilers. Um, what I did for Twitter was I I made a whole bunch of mute words, which you can do, and I muted everything related to Avengers. Um, oh, that's nice to know. Absolutely every little thing. So. But now that I've seen the movie, I still don't see spoilers in my feed. So maybe people are being respectful. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, all right. What did you do this week? Not a lot. Um, I've been super busy at the Hawk Blind. Um, I also posted this on our pets thing on Discord. I I have a new pet. What? I have a mouse. (laughs) Is this intentional? No, it was not intentional. I got the mouse for, I, I mean, I, I got the mouse specifically because we're testing this new trap out at the hawk blind to get hawks down uh, who don't necessarily uh, want our lure birds. Mm-hmm. So we, we we built this trap that would put a mouse in there and the mouse runs around and gets their attention. It's very safe for the mouse, but she's so cute <laughs> and she has so much personality and her name is Nymeria. Uh, Nymeria, okay. Yes, because she is a warrior mouse. And that was my mistake, was naming her. Mm-hmm. So, um, and what's funny is, is Kryler, who is not generally as, as, you know, soft and squishy as I am about animals, is like, you know we're not going to let her go after this. You know, you know we're going to keep her as a right, pet. Right, right. Because she's a field mouse. Mm-hmm. And... We, we're probably just going to get her uh, a friend because uh, mice are social. So we're going to get her another female mouse to hang out with. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, so I, I will post pictures, but she's but mice are nocturnal. So she's only active at night. I haven't been able to get a good picture of her, Okay, but she is adorable. So but anyway, I've, I've had all these tours out at the out of the blind this week. We have entertained about 50 to 60 first and second graders. I actually like first and second graders. They ask good questions and they, they don't aren't concerned about peeing, appearing cool or not. Mm-hmm. So, but it was just a very busy and very tiring week. So I got back from this whole ordeal on Thursday and I wrote to you saying, you know, basically, so what are we doing? And you said, uh, Avengers today. And I'm like, thank God. Because <laughs> I yeah. was like, so I hadn't had time to write up show notes and I was just brain fried. So anyway, that's kind of what my week has been. Um, I haven't really been on that much. I played a bit. My, my dark iron dwarf is now 97, which doesn't really take very long, mm. honestly. I spent almost all of 80 to 90 in a single zone. That was Jade Forest. Okay. 
I was like halfway through 89 before I finished Jade Forest. Oh, that's so pretty I, fast. I, yeah. Yeah, I did some, I did a few things here and there. Mostly I went around and mined stuff to get up to 90, and then I went into Draenor. And I haven't really been pushing the XP in Draenor. I'm just building up my garrison and getting followers. And I haven't done what I use. What I often do in Draenor is I go through and I pick up treasures, and that gives you incredible experience. But I've only been picking up treasures that give me garrison resources. I haven't really been pursuing the experience, and I'm 97 already. It's hmm. kind of, it's kind of disappointing, actually. I, <laughs> I, I, I have literally thought about turning off my XP. Well, and, I don't know. Maybe maybe Blizzard knows that Draenor wasn't so good. I don't know. So, well, actually, I really enjoy the process of building up the garrison. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Sure. It's kind of like having a dollhouse. Yeah. You know. So I, I kind of enjoy that part. Um, but other than that, I've really spent very little game game time uh, playing. I, I've done a few world quests here. Now, here's the thing: when we don't do, when we do skip a week like this, I find that I'm totally out of the loop on mm-hmm. what's going on in the game. It didn't occur to me till today when I was doing research on it. I was like, oh, my God, it's World Quest bonus week. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so the, the the doing this actually does kind of keep me on track. But I did make kind of a stupid discovery. Actually, I did not make the stupid discovery. Kryler made the discovery. I didn't know that your mission champions can go to Legendary. Uh, I think that was an experience. Expansion or two back. I know I had uh, legendary items for them, but I don't remember which expansion it was. Not legendary items. Yeah. They can turn legendary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, was it last? I really don't remember if it was last expansion or not. No, maybe it was this one. No, I never wait. Had... Oh, I don't remember. It's this expansion. Wait, yeah. But he had one go legendary, and uh-huh. I'm like, and so I'm looking at my guys, and I've been really neglecting the, the missions, to be honest. Yeah. And they're like only halfway through purple, but they definitely have an experience bar. But it's just one of those stupid things that I didn't notice. So now I am really kind of paying attention on my core players. Mm-hmm. I don't do it on all of them, but on my on my my main tune for for horde and my main tune for alliance. I'm now making sure that I'm. A little better about doing that okay um yeah maybe it was this expansion i, I really don't I'm, I'm getting confused between legendary items and legendary followers but i haven't yeah. touched my i've not done a single thing with my followers in months so eh. well i do them because those battle augment runes sell very well in the auction house okay so i tend to 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 rotate to keep that updated but I'd kind of fallen out of the habit of doing that because with everything going on this spring, I, I do intend to get back to my my millionaire goal. Oh, that's right. But I haven't. This spring has just been so busy with what well, between uh, the hog blind and personal stuff going on with my mother and such. It's I've just been so distracted. I haven't been able to do it. Mm-hmm. But then Kryler saying, "Hey, one of my followers just went legendary." I was like. Okay, now I got to pay attention to this. Yeah, again. maybe I should. I don't know. I just it was interesting in the last two expansions, but in this one, I just don't feel the need capital N to to use them. It doesn't feel as integral, right? Yes, that's a very good way of saying it. It doesn't feel as important as it used to. It's just it's it's kind of a side thing. Yeah, that yeah. I think that's my problem with it. Anyway, so what did you do? So uh, I started uh, getting back on mountain farming, trying to get I, I 15. I know I, I said that uh, you know, the, the, the 250 mount that I'm trying to get the, the green fell, whatever, fell hawk, or I don't remember what it's called. Um, I, I think it's ugly. And then some days I go, but I really want it because it's green and it looks cool. So I'm, I'm trying to get the, the next 15 and I just keep getting nothing. So. So there was that. Um, I did Crucible uh, on normal last night with Allie and her guild, and that was a lot of fun. And, um, you know, the thing is I've been raiding forever, and, and I made I made this one stupid mistake where I got – well, I died, which doesn't happen to me very often. But then, like, I got rezzed, and 
I went to blink away from where everything was happening so that I wasn't getting hit by any anything. And I accidentally blinked into this area where I died because I blinked there just as it popped up. I'm like, okay, well, that's just terrific. But um, let me see. The first boss went down on the first shot, and the second boss went down on our second shot. So, Oh, that does remind me that this is from two weeks ago. We did do a uh, an, a partial LFR mm-hmm. on um, the last wing of the battle for Dezeralor on, okay. on the Horde side. And so we brought the core team with us. We had the two tanks. We had our own healers, and the rest were all DPS. There were about eight or nine of us, and the rest were all pickups. But because the core team was all talking to other, one another on Discord, mm-hmm. we one-shot every single boss. Nice. And most of us had never been in there. So I'm very proud. Again, thanks. Big thanks to Zignea for, for coordinating all of it. She was also one of our two tanks. Thanks to Blanca for his help. Thanks to everybody who came on that because it was a total success. And I had someone, one of the one of the pickups, had, uh, had said something to the effect of, you know, wow, the best LFR I've ever been in. And I said, well... It's not really an LFR completely because if, <laughs> if you if you bring the core team with you and they're all talking, yeah, you know you're basically being pulled along on a on a, uh, a coordinated group. So yeah, yeah. So anyway, we did that. Um, I I did some more of the war campaign. I I log into the game and I I keep wanting to do another tune and I just don't know which one I want to do. I just look like, do I want to do my priest? Nah. Do I feel like doing my hunter? Nah. I'm just like not feeling it with the other characters yet. So, mm. so there's that. I'm I'm trying. <laughs> this is so silly. I have this 355 blue waist belt and I can't upgrade it. It's just like every time I try to upgrade it, it's. I, I either get like another 355. I just can't get like a 370. So, <laughs> so I've been trying to do that. That has not been working out for me. Um, did not do Noble Garden this year because Noble Garden, and I just, I just hate it. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that I wasn't, I wasn't really all that interested in the rewards. Yeah. I mean, the lunar. Hearthstone kind of ruined Hearthstones for me because I love that one. Uh-huh. They did have a Noble Garden Hearthstone, but it's like it puts bunnies around you and stuff. I love the one where you kneel down and this these fireworks go off. Yeah. I don't really have a need for another one at this point. So, well, and different colored bunny ear circlets just didn't do it for me. Yeah, same here. I did so I didn't do it. And then the one thing that I did was I haven't checked on the um, black market auction house lately. So I went over there and like literally seconds before I got there um the uh, the auction had finished uh so as people that are longtime listeners know that I was doing um uh Nax Ramus 40 man Nax back in vanilla back, back, back when Nax Ramus was in in Eastern Plagueland yes. not in and, Dragonflight and I never finished my tier 3 set so I bought the um the chess piece for uh, whatever it was, like 400,000 gold, which I know I overpaid for, but I really don't care. Um, so what I need now, I believe, is the, the head and the pants. I don't remember if there's anything else. I don't think so. But the headpiece went for 12,000 gold the other day, and I feel so... Oh. It, it finished just as I got there. Oh. And not that it would have mattered because I was checking on my mage, you know. so I would have had to like transfer some gold to my druid and then... you know. Only twelve thousand gold it sold for, and I'm so upset because I could have gotten another piece of my tier three set. But on the good side, at least I know that there aren't a lot of people that want it. So, right. so maybe I'll be able to, you know, get it for a song the next time it comes around. But now I'm just gonna have to sort of keep an eye on it. So, yeah, um, trying to get that complete tier three set, which is funny considering the fact that I had, you know none of us have ever stepped ne- stepped foot in Ramus forty since you know back then. What was that? Two thousand January two thousand seven. I mean, I mean, you could have gone in, but I'm just saying that you know we're doing all the newer stuff, right? Um, so here it is, twelve years later, and I'm still trying to complete this <laughs> stupid set. <sighs> so, Everyone needs a hobby. 
yeah, maybe I have the wrong hobby. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Um, let me see. What else have I been doing? Nothing. Nothing really. Um, oh, I put some. St- oh, that reminds me. I should check my uh, my auction house. I've been putting some stuff up on the auction house, and nothing has been selling. Like I put up. Um, there are these recipes that I have that are like very rare. They're not in the game anymore, and I'll put them up. Like if somebody has one up for five hundred thousand gold, I'll put one up for like you know four hundred thousand or something. They don't sell. Yeah. So things like well, that. Well, I mean, maybe that four hundred thousand is still overpriced. It's just not as overpriced. Well, the the thing the trade master thing says that the average is like four hundred thousand. So, but I think that my. Uh, but what's the sell rate on that? Yeah, I, I don't know, but but I, I have a feeling that my server is just crappy for uh, selling stuff. So, mm. yeah, my the the um, the stirrup market has really crashed on my server. Oh. I'm kind of waiting that out to see if that improves. But anyway, so this week in WoW, we mentioned Noble Garden, which yes. ends tomorrow. Uh, there are th- three new bunny ear circlets in brown, blue, and yellow for 50 chocolates each for Transmog. And the Hearthstone, the Noble Gardener's Hearthstone, for 250 chocolates. Mm-hmm. So if you want to collect those, you don't have a lot of time left. Although, honestly, my my experience with Noble Garden's past is if you just wait past the couple of days and you go to one of the slightly less popular areas. Yeah. Like for Horde, if you go to Brill... Or to Silver Moon, it's much better than doing the ones in Razor Hill. Yeah, it's just tedious. And that's the problem I have with Noble Garden is that I don't have a problem with Noble Garden itself. It's just that you got to sit there and you have to like farm eggs and and you have to fight other people for your area, and it's just it's just tedious. It would have been better if maybe they they had a system where if you did a dungeon, you got I don't know maybe ten or twenty at the end from a boss or something like that. Right. Um, that would at least keep people playing. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know. So the aforementioned world quest bonus quest world quest bonus week. Mm-hmm. I haven't had that much vodka. World quest bonus week ends on Tuesday, and Time Walking Pandaria starts on Tuesday. Yes. So, so I think that's the last one I need to get five thousand. I need to get my last. I think the last mount. Is it Pandaria? I think. Oh, maybe it is. Maybe it's Pandaria. I don't remember if it's that one or BC. But but there's one left that I need. Mm. And Children's Week starts mm-hmm. Thursday on the second and ends Thursday on the ninth. Okay. Awesome. So in news, Naked and Afraid Three. We haven't done an update on this. We have some new finishers. Fully strapped division. Wilsonian. A night elf feral druid, two days, nine hours and eighteen minutes. That's adjusted for the the time that uh, he spent on one to twenty. Mm-hmm. And Louis Leg Drop, Sandalari Guardian, at two days, four hours and twelve minutes. Nice. Our first finisher in the truly naked division is Morgan, a Zandalari feral druid, at three days, nineteen hours, and twenty-four minutes. I I do think it's interesting that really the 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 fully strapped division, I mean, predictably they're doing better, but they're doing more than a day better on yeah. average. Yeah. Um, that's a lot. A day, and the thing is, is that a day in, if you spread that out, can actually, that's a day of playtime. So, right? Playtime. Right. Okay. So the the time that it would actually take could be like an extra week or two, depending on what your play style is. Or more. I mean, yeah. if you're only playing an hour a day, that's that's over three weeks. Yep. That that's taking. So it you know, it's 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 kind of interesting to to see that. So unfortunately my druid has kind of well, I wouldn't say kind of lagged. She's completely stopped at forty one. Mm-hmm. Um I just I don't know. I just been not feeling it, and my my dark iron druid has kind of taken over as that. So anyway, BlizzCon 2019. All right, let's talk about this. Yeah, let's talk about this. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, we'll be at the Anaheim Convention Center from November the first to the second, and tickets go on sale May fourth mm-hmm. at 10 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, wait, is that true? Is it May 4th at 10? I thought, wait, wasn't one of them like Saturday at 
10 a, or 1 a.m. or 1, yeah, that's uh, 1 dip- p.m. Yeah, but the first set, the first block of tickets go on sale May 4th at 10 oh, p.m. Of, of all the days to do it, they have to do it on Star Wars Day. Yeah. May the 4th. Okay. May well, the 4th. All right. Three ticket options. This is where all, this is where all the crap happens. Um, the BlizzCon Pass, which is the core ticket, general admission goodie bag, and a choice of the year's collectible is $230. Which is ridiculous. Uh, what was it, 199 last year? Yeah, I mean, that was bad enough. Um, this is starting to sound and feel like when um, South by Southwest tickets were like 299 or something like that. But that was for a week, so... You this is bargain. two days. This is two days. So Blizz, uh, BlizzCon, so, uh, South by Southwest tickets were like one ninety nine or two ninety nine at one point, and then they went up to like seven ninety nine and then nine ninety nine just for interactive, and it was it was just so ridiculous. We stopped going. It just wasn't practical anymore. Yep. Um, two thirty. See, here's the thing. I I think about all the work that goes into. Setting it up, designing the places, um, all the work that has to go into the the, the presentations and everything, and I just go, uh, you know, am, am 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 I wrong in thinking that two thirty is too much? I don't know, because it does take a lot of work to put this whole thing together. Right, but on the other hand, there were thirty five thousand people who attended uh-huh. the two thousand eighteen BlizzCon. Right. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it is a lot of money. But it, it takes a lot of money, too. And the streaming uh, service alone probably costs a ton of money. Right. But, yeah. Well, but it gets better. The BlizzCon Portal Pass, which is new this year, which is the all the, the perks from the last one, plus yeah. preferred parking, separate registration and security lines, and the option to be first in line to shows on Friday and Saturday, and a separate lounge, $550. This is where I've been seeing a lot of hate from people, both on the forums and on Twitter. Um, the whole point of going to BlizzCon is that everybody had, you know, they, they all paid the same amount of money minus the dinner. But the dinner was always priced in such a way where you know, like you, you had to really want to go mm-hmm. in order to pay the money for the dinner. But you didn't have like these special lines or anything, at least not that I know of. Right. Uh, but, well, it's kind. Of, it's kind of like the same thing that that people people objected to when Disney did the fast pass for the rides. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. It's a good point. Didn't think of that. Um, this is sort of like a midpoint between the regular pass and the dinner. Right. Because uh, the dinner is seven hundred and fifty dollars. Right, uh, and the and the dinner now includes all the perks of both the pass and the portal pass. Yeah. Plus the benefit dinner, which is two hundred dollars more. So you're basically paying two hundred dollars more for the dinner than uh, Thursday night. Yeah, but here's and the... it is a charity dinner, so I get that those are more expensive. Yes, oh, of course. Um, but here's the thing: this is I'm trying to be like Switzerland on this whole thing. <laughs> I really am. Good luck. I know. Um, people are going to pay that. They're going to pay the five fifty. And if Blizzard sees that enough people pay the five fifty, it's going to be a regular thing. Um, that's a, it's sort of like whenever whenever any company winds up pricing something silly, there are always people that pay for it, and it's entirely possible that well, not possible. I mean, we know that Blizzard is smart enough; they know their market, and so that's why I think that people are going to pay this. I gotta say, I looked at that and went, hmm. Mm, nah, but but for a second there, I was thinking about it. Um, right, but there's also another complication. I, you know, you're at least near some major hubs. Yes, for airports. That's right, three of them. Whereas I live in an area where you know, if you want to go anywhere, you have to go through somewhere else, at least one somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I always said if there was, if I was going from Rochester to Newark, they would send me via Chicago. Mm, probably. Um, I've taken the direct flight from Rochester to Newark. I know that there are direct flights. But for me, even going to one of the, you know, for, for me to go to fly from Rochester to Orange County, if I get a cheap ticket, it's $600. Yeah. 
How much does it cost to you to for you to to fly to? Orange I don't County? know. Uh, well, see, what I can do is I can. The way that I would do it is I would maybe make it into like a, a week-long vacation and visit some people that I know in California, in Los Angeles. So I might be able to fly into LAX. Right. Um, I, as I'll just try. I, I don't even – I'm not going to say which one. But I'm just picking a random well, I'm flight just looking, place. I'll look it I'm up. I'm just looking New York to Los Angeles. Flights from New York, all airports to LAX is under 300. Let me see. LAX uh, departing. Let me see. 257 round trip. So there you go. So yeah. So depending on where you're coming from, if you live in a underserved area like mine, yeah, I mean, you just the flight mm-hmm. and the tickets. Yeah, sure. You're you're talking about for me almost nine hundred dollars. Yeah, and then you got lodging. And then you got lodging. Car. Now, I see. I have. I have a cheat on the lodging. Mm-hmm. My father-in-law lives very close to there, and for thirty-five dollars a night, I can rent one of their little cottages in his in his retirement community. Oh, okay. So, if I wanted to, that but then that means I have to rent a car. So then I've got the car. I've got parking, etc. Because as we know, Southern California sucks for public transportation. Mm-hmm. And my father-in-law does not drive, so he can't take me. Okay. So, you know, I was thinking I'd like to go this year. But honestly, for all that money, I can think of other places I'd rather go. Yeah, yeah. Um, I believe you. And and I get it. Um, I've been hearing a lot of people on my feed, on the forums, that are complaining about this. But here's the thing. It's, It's... Price, as we know, prices on everything always goes up year after year after year. Minimum wage goes up, price of living goes up, everything goes up. So, am I surprised that it went from one ninety nine to two thirty? No. Am I complaining that I went from that I went from one ninety nine to thirty? Well, not really. I mean, it's not like you know the South by Southwest jump where it went from like one ninety nine to four ninety nine or something like that. I mean, that would be just ridiculous. But if this keeps up. Then maybe someday we are going to see a four ninety nine BlizzCon ticket. Well, and, but here's the other thing: I understand why Blizzard always does it in Anaheim because mm-hmm. they're in Irvine, which isn't very far away from there. Right. But you know, why can't they do it on the on the East Coast every once in a while? Because then they have to bring everything over. Well, that's true, but they have more money than we do. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, there will, you know, for those of us who are not interested in paying that kind of money to go over, there will, again, be ways to see this online. There are no prices yet for that. Mm -hmm. I would recommend, however, they're doing the ticket sales through AXSA as in, as in X, X as in X, S as in Sam, dot com. (laughs) Go and create your account ahead of time if you plan to buy tickets. Okay. Because you don't want to have that bogged down in account creation if you want to buy tickets. Yeah. So uh, I'd like to know what other people think about this. Um, let us know on Discord, Twitter, whatever. Um, Are you I, going? I'm planning on it. Uh, we're already talking about it. So, yeah, I'm I'm planning on going this year. If we could get press passes, I might consider it. I'll go regardless, but, yeah, I think that might be a good idea. Because, you know, if I could get a break on the price for the press pass, I, I would consider it. But yeah. I just, as I said, it's a lot of money, especially when you consider how, how much it costs to fly there for me. Mm-hmm. All right. There's some suspensions. Yes. Oh, that reminds me. I should probably go and check and see if all the botted places are, are still running bots. 180 day suspensions. That's half a year. Yeah. Um, uh, for using third-party software for gameplay automation or rotation slash interrupt botting. Right now, they did reverse some of the initial suspensions, and these were for client-side model bans. Mm-hmm. These are only cosmetic. They re- there's a popular program, and I wasn't going to mention it, but this was mentioned on several sites, so I will. It's called Teamorph. Yeah. And it's a popular program. All it does is it changes appearances. 
Like you can have a worgen character that appears as a gnome. Or you can change, let's just say, measurements on your character. There's a lot of these bots that are used, frankly, to give female characters bigger boobs. Uh-huh. And to give them, you know, like this is very, very popular on Moonguard for giving um, what characters. A surprise! Giving characters, um, shall we say, fetish gear, clothing, and things like that. But it's also used for uh, morphing enchants, mimicking transmogs or titles you don't already have. Now, it doesn't change the achievement. Mm -hmm. Say, for example, you had the achievement, which gave you the Kingslayer title. You could use this program to give yourself the Kingslayer title, but it doesn't give you the achievement. It doesn't change anything in game. It just, it's entirely cosmetic. Mm -hmm. So for those, now there's a very funny Reddit thread. Uh, If you go to r slash wow on Reddit, there's a very funny thread on how Goldshire in Mooncard became a ghost town when this, the bands went through before they unbanned the people. Interesting. Huh. Okay. So there were some concerns by people posting who were insisting they had not installed any such software that that they were knowingly violating rules. But there was a green post that I thought was very interesting that was talking about a rule of thumb. Mm -hmm. One key press equals one in-game action per client. Generally... It's okay if you're using the in-game macro system. Do you remember years and years ago? There used to be ways you could macro uh, in things like cast cast X, delay this number of ticks, and then cast this. And then they took that out. That was back in vanilla. That was back in vanilla. What they were trying to do is they were trying to keep people from automating their rotations. So they took out the Lua commands that put in um, delays. Mm -hmm. Because even if you put in cast this, cast this, cast that, it wouldn't work because without the delays, it doesn't doesn't recognize the global cooldown. So you say cast this and then cast this, but you're casting it before that first one has completed its cast and before the the global command, so it can't fire off. However, there are ways to script that sort of thing using keyboard, gaming keyboard and mouse shortcuts. Yes, Logitech has something like that. And so does Razer. Those Mm -hmm. Logitech and Razer were both mentioned specifically as having language in their macros that would allow you to put those delays and cast sequences in so that's what one of the things that warden the 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 program that they're using to uh to to detect these violations may be picking up so if you are using any macros in game that are tied to your mouse or tied to your keyboard think very carefully about one key press equals one action. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't do that, you want to get rid of that macro. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when I first, I have the uh, the G910 keyboard and mm-hmm. the software that came with it, you know, allowed you to do all those things. I'm like, "Huh, I wonder how Blizzard feels about this." But then I never heard anything about it. So, it's entirely possible that, you know, and I've had this thing for a while now, like a year or two. So, maybe now blizzards finally doing something about it but i i don't know if i would ban them like here's the thing i i don't know how warden works but as a software engineer i figured well you know there's got to be a way to intercept all the commands that are happening in the game Mm -hmm. so if they see that people are doing things that are not conducive of you know getting an advantage in like boss fights or dungeons or something like let's say they're doing something like i i don't know maybe something silly like a jump and I don't know, an emote or something like those are going to be harmless, but I don't know. Well, like one of the ones that I was talking to Kryler about this earlier and he says, well, I've got ones that do more than one action. Like they, I have, I have a macro that targets myself, casts a shield on me and then targets my last target. I said, yeah, but you wrote that in the, in the in-game macro system. He said, yes. I said, they're not going to ban you for that. Right. That is, technically three separate actions but you are not really affecting anything other than yourself on one action Mm -hmm. 
Um, another common culprit are add-ons that automate part of your DPS or healing rotation. And that's not ones like, like Max DPS or Healbot where you're essentially playing follow the leader. Right. Where it's just it's just highlighting what it is you need to do and then you need to click on it. That's that's different. It's anything that will cast more than one thing at one time, etc. So that's the thing that you have to do. Now I did quite a lot of research on this this morning. It was it was really fascinating. It was not hard to find information about botting programs. Mm. Now Blizzard, of course, isn't going to say, "Well, we were looking at these particular botting programs." They're not going to tell people, and, and, and there were lots of things on Reddit about these rather vague ban messages where they said, well, we found you were doing this, but they wouldn't say, we found this this bot. Right, you yeah. know, lazy bot is, is one of them. It doesn't, it doesn't really exist anymore, but, um, you know, we found you were using lazy bot, let's just say. And because they don't really want people to know what they found what 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 um trip their switch as right, such right. and there are a lot of people who are advertising botting programs but the way that they're advertising them is only for use on on private servers <laughs> yeah sure okay right um now and also while I was researching there's an awful lot of threads and an awful lot of stuff that's being posted about people writing bots for classic 1.13 oh no well now, i guess that's inevitable yeah however a lot of people pointed out in these threads um this is 1.13 but it's basically being emulated on the 7.3.5 engine well, i don't know if i would use the word emulated but yeah it sort of is it's all right so it's it's the 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 WoW 7 engine reading 1.12 or whatever modifications of a data. So, but what we don't know is whether or not they're making any changes to Lua or anything like that because there, there was, like you said, there was a period of time in vanilla when you can do all those things. Right. Uh, so we don't know what's happening. And they say, you know, vanilla is vanilla, right? They keep saying now. It's like, well, no, it's not. Uh, if you're going to be making changes, especially to Lua, now were there Lua changes in the in the the time that Vanilla existed? Yes, but lots of changes, lots of changes. But I don't, I'm not really sure what they're going to land. Probably they're going to land on one dot twelve. But they they say they're using one twelve as a base, right? That doesn't mean. And this is the thing: people get stuck on the on the words, but they don't understand what it means. The one twelve is the base, but that doesn't mean that they can't modify certain things. That, right. that that existed in in the vanilla timeline. Well, we know that they've modified things, and they well, know they that have, they're planning yeah. to modify things because they plan to run Warden, mm-hmm. which did not exist in vanilla. Right. They also plan to make authenticators work with vanilla, which well, yeah. did not exist with you know. So that requires a, a whole lot of of code. That did not exist back then. In fact, we're going to be just talking about this. I just had one more thing to say about this. As I said, you know, it's not difficult to find botting programs. And primarily they seem to be used for grinding mobs, for gathering, Mm -hmm. uh, mostly flying-based, which makes sense that they'd be flying-based because that gives you less less unexpected encounters. And with skinning and with fishing, etc., but it's those those programs are out there, and it's really not that difficult to find out where they are, who's downloading them, and why. Mm-hmm. Sure. So um, now it did make me think about the forty man personal raid that Christy was talking about in our last episode, and you have to think that guy has to be running some sort of automation. Uh. To run 40? Well, no. If, if they're running 40 of the same character, then you don't. Because if you can if you can split your keyboard, like physically wire your keyboards to split against X number of devices, you don't need any kind of automation to do that. It's essentially the same, the, the same um, commands, the same characters in the same position. So, so think of it this way. Let's say you have three computers running different accounts. 
Mm-hmm. You, you basically have one keyboard. You split it between three different machines. You're you're sending the same commands to those same three accounts. So, so how many? How I I mean I've used splitters before. Mm-hmm. I for a long time I ran um, like a single keyboard monitor mouse through two different computers, not yeah. for botting, but for the purposes of having a separate work computer and a home computer without having to clutter my desk with extra keyboards yeah. and mice and all that sort of thing. Um, how many ways can you split that? It depends on how many, re- if you need a repeater or not. Mm. But so I, I can't answer that, but you may need a repeater. I don't know. Right. So... If anyone does this sort of large-scale multi-botting, or not multi-botting, multi-boxing, I multi-boxing, should say. Multi-boxing, not multi-botting. Not multi-botting, multi-boxing. Mm-hmm. I would love to hear how you do it. Yeah. I'm just curious about it from a technical standpoint. And you don't have to do 40, even five. I'd, also, I'd be interested. I'd also like to know how people make money because if, if – all right, so let's say you've got the token system now, right? You can pay for your accounts with tokens, all right? So do you make enough from that in order to uh, you know, to buy tokens for like that many accounts every month? I mean I, I just I, – I, I don't see how that's practical. So we want to hear your story. Yes. yes I'm very curious. All right. Classic. Yes. Uh, about a week or so ago, there was a mention that um, the uh, the downloader, not 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 the Blizzard downloader, but the the internal system that has the list of games that you can uh, see, had classic on it. It was one dot thirteen, which I said was going to happen um, mm-hmm. because you know you can't call it one twelve when it really isn't. So mm-hmm. it's it's one dot thirteen. It's an internal alpha testing. Right. So. But that means that we're going to have to be getting some information soon, trademark, um, or maybe not trademark. Mm-hmm. But if you know, here's the thing: the, the summer is coming, right? Summer is uh, uh, four, six, six weeks. Yeah, or seven. Uh, summer is, starts in seven weeks and then goes, you know, the three months after that. So we have no alpha, no beta, nothing. And right. then people say, well, we don't need a beta. I say, oh, yeah, you kind of do. Because if there is some sort of nuance about vanilla that they skipped, we have to know about it. There, there are going to be people out there that say, no, you were able to do this. So, yeah, we need beta testing. We need a lot of beta testing. This isn't just putting the old code up. This is running. I know you don't like the word emulate, mm-hmm. but... It's it's running a version of 1.12, but with a 7.3.5 back engine. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, there was a very interesting article about itemization, and the blue the the quote from the community man, manager, Arthelia, I mm-hmm. think that's how it's pronounced, A E R Y T H L E A. Uh, Our aim has been to accurately and fully restore the original game's mechanics and stats to their final and most polished state from just from before the Burning Crusade. Mm -hmm. And the example that she gave, she said, while classic will only include the versions of those items that existed in the new reference edition for the purposes of itemization of 1.1.2. Interesting choice of words there. Um. The new reference version of 1.2 or 1.12. So here's the thing 1.12's itemization allowed people to just blow through some of the older original raids like Molten Core and Blackwing Lair. So mm-hmm. what is going to happen with that? Eh, I'm a little concerned about that. Right, but they, they, and one of the things that they talked about, they gave the example of the progression of the Tier 2 Warrior Helm, Helm of Wrath, mm-hmm. as an example, and which went through five series of changes. When it was introduced, it had Spirit, Agility, and Crit Strike. Mm-hmm. This was a plate warrior helmet, yeah. guys, please. <laughs> well, remember, spirit. We, had, we had Spirit Leather, or no, no, I'm sorry, we had Agility Cloth, that's what I was agility thinking. Agility Cloth, Agility yeah. Cloth. 
Iteration 2, which was patch 1.5, they changed it to stamina, strength, defense, and elemental resist, which actually made sense. Mm -hmm. Iteration 3, with patch 1.7, they did reduce the defense. Iteration 4, with patch 1.8, included the five-piece set bonus, including the helm, was fixed to work with Whirlwind. In Iteration 5, patch 1.9 was just a cosmetic change. They improved the artwork. Mm-hmm. That was the last iteration before. So the WoW Classic version will be stamina, strength, lower defense than it originally had, with elemental resists, work with Whirlwind with the improved graphics. Okay. They're not, they said they weren't going to go through every single change that they went to get there. They're going to just go with what was what existed in 1.1.2. And they also said that any items added to any loot tables with the opening of Ankiraj will not appear until phase five when mm-hmm. the AQ content will be introduced. Mm-hmm. This is to make itemization consistent with changes that had also been made to gameplay, talent trees, class abilities, etc. The Blue Post, quote, developers realizing that Spirit probably wasn't an ideal stat for Warrior Raid set helm was an example of that sort of change. Yeah, all right. Uh, the only, th- like I said, the only thing I, I have to say about that is I'm I'm a little concerned about the long term health of itemization versus old raids. I don't want people getting pulled into some of the later raids because they can just skip the other ones. Right. So, so yeah. nobody's going to be doing molten core because you don't have to. You don't have to. Right. Um, okay, so 8.2 PTR news. There's been some information coming out about BOA Pathfinder 2. Very preliminary. Several people in several threads that I said pointed out that when this kind of information came out for Legion, that the information changed a lot mm-hmm. between PTR and release. But right now it's looking like it will require Revered with Rust Bolt Resistance, which is the neutral faction. Mm-hmm. And also mentioned Revered with and Cohen, which is the Alliance faction, or Enshackled, which is Horde. However, they have not been entirely clear on whether both might be required. Both? Both. But Horde They're and Alliance? Saying, both Horde and Alliance. I don't think they would do that, to be honest. They haven't been clear, but I can't see them doing that as a requirement. No, that uh, no, that would be just ridiculous. I'm guessing it will probably, you know, probably require some achievements, some quest and or exploration achievements, a la the good Sir Ameritan line that they had. Mm. I'm just hoping they don't put it behind a raid. With our our group doing raid content on a casual basis, I'm not as scared of that as I was. Mm-hmm. Thank you, everyone. I really appreciate that. <laughs> but. I still would prefer not be locked behind raid content. Mm-hmm. And flying will be opened in Mechagon and Nazjadar as well. Mm-hmm. There's also information about some of the faction rewards. Mm-hmm. Um, the Rust Bolt Resistance, the neutral one, includes, uh, if you're neutral uh, to revered, several quote-unquote blueprints that start quests that lead to be uh, able to make 395-plus rings and trinkets for your specialization. Is this a little too late? Yeah, it's sort of like the token system for yeah. that came out in Ashram. I've, Ashram. I'm, I've been playing in uh, I've been playing Draenor too long. In um, Argus. Um, okay. Because the way that I see it is that people are getting this stuff now anyway. Well, trinkets and rings have always been harder to get. Yeah. I mean, your uh, your problem with your belt now with withstanding that's yeah, just you. yeah yeah oh, okay <laughs> fair enough. Uh, recipes are revered. The inscription uh, will be contract rust bolt resistance and recipe dark moon card rank three, exalted, cooking recipe for a famine evaluator and snack table, which is. Feast. It's an acronym for feast. Engineering schematic for the Blinktron seven thousand components Yay! look reasonable. Um, platinum ore five, storm silver ore ten, amber blaze three, Larable three, and insulated wiring twenty five. Yes, I'm. I'm hoping that doesn't change mm-hmm. because I don't want it to have like those hydro cores or anything like that in it. I want it to be nice and simple. My my engineer is very happy about them bringing out the Bling Seven. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, Rust Bolt Resistor Mount is 525,000 gold. Wow. All yeah, right. that's a lot. Yeah, Unshackled on the Horde side and, and Cohen on the Alliance side. Rewards start at Revered. I don't know how I feel about that. Three well, al- so far. This is, this is, you know, this is so far. Yeah, I know. Uh, three Alchemy Formulas, level three of Potions of Empowered Proximity, Focus, Resolve, and Reconstitution. Mm-hmm. Four Enchanting Formulas, level three of Accords of Critical Strike, Haste, and Mastery, and Versatility. Those are ring enchants. Inscription, Contract, Unshackled, or and Cohen. And at Exalted, you get Recipe, Greater Mystical Cauldron, rank three, uh, creates a flask that raid members can use. All right, we, we uh-huh. have, yeah. Nothing yeah, we have it, but it's a rank three. Yep. Um, unshackled waver, Wavery? Wave Ray. Wave Ray. A Wave Ray, I see. Or and Cohen Wave Ray Mount. 250 marks of Ajara, which is a new currency. Blue for Alliance, red for Horde. Yeah, there's been no information about the, what the marks of Ashara are, how you get them, and how painful they are going to be to get them. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we know from, like, doubloons that they come at a ridiculously low rate. Yeah. But um, So that's that's kind of what's... I mean, there's, there's bits and bits that are coming out about 8.2, about the heritage armor and things like that. But these were some of the ones that I thought were among the most interesting. Yeah. So another news, the Dreadwake mount is now available in the mount shop. It costs $25 instead of free with the six or three months game time. I don't remember which. That is an ugly ass mount. Uh, I'm looking it up. Is this the boat? Oh, I was that's gonna... the boat. <laughs> I hate the boat. The boat is just dumb. Now, I, <laughs> I will say, if they do come through with having an inflatable uh, a mount that can cross water, if that one actually acts like a boat, oh yeah, that might be cool, and I might buy it. But yeah. until then, it just takes up a lot of time. Okay. So I have to thank our listener Murray for suggesting this. Um, I have a mod of the cast this week. It's okay. called Azerite Powerweights. Mm-hmm. And what it does is when you look at your Azerite armor in the thing where you can choose the traits, it shows a numerical value based on the overall utility and power of any given Azerite trait on your armor based on your class and spec. Okay. Awesome. Um, You can choose your own power weights for your class and spec, or you can customize based on your decisions. This is really cool because I went in and I, I looked, and actually I was pretty proud of myself in that, there were very few where I was totally off mm-hmm. where there were some of them where the weighting was like 5.3 versus 5.5. And I'd pick the 5.3, but given how I played that choice made sense kind of thing. And one of the th- other things that it does that I-, I went out and I did one of the, the quest lines today uh, for the uh, Zandalari um, the world quest for the Zandalari gave an mm. Azerite item. And so I was able to compare two different Azerite items. And one of the things is it gives is it gives an overall power rating for each of the items. So you can see at a glance which ones, even if they're at the same level, which ones have better Azerite traits yeah. for you based okay. on which ones it allows you. And for those of us who, you know, kind of want to pick the right things, but are not necessarily interested, you know, we don't necessarily have enough motivation to really dig into uh, the min-maxing of the Azerite traits. It's, right. a, it's a pretty quick and dirty way to be able to, to figure out what's the best thing to do. And one of the things that I was doing was, before was I was making sure I wasn't picking the same things and everything because I didn't really think that Azerite power stacked. But then I saw some months ago that if you look at the the groups that were doing, say, the um, the mythic runs on, on the raid bosses, a lot of them had stacked powers. So I said, well, you know, if they stack, how do they stack? Mm-hmm. And the the... The easy way to explain it is the time duration doesn't necessarily stack, but the like, damage does. So if you're doing damage over time of up to 10,000 for five seconds, mm-hmm. and if you've got three stacks, now you're doing damage of up to 30,000 for five seconds. Yeah. So it does 
it does multiply it does add up the the damage but not necessarily the duration or necessarily the effect so okay but it does but in some cases it does make sense to stack traits and one of the things Azrite power weights did for me was to be able to look at that in a little bit different light so thank you murray for that suggestion it's a great idea okay. yeah i think that's all we've got yes wow that was a lot yeah it was well we had two weeks to we didn't pick everything from two weeks but even just the last week was was pretty newsworthy yeah i'm just really waiting on this uh classic announcement because they've got a give us a date i'm sure they're going to do a q a i have a lot of questions for q a yes so we'll see how that goes all right uh ren how does everybody get a hold of you i am on twitter at warcast underscore renata and i do hang out on our discord at discord.worldofwarcast.com although the next two weeks i'm probably not gonna be around too much because god it's busy at the hawk line yeah i'm star mike on twitter world of warcast on twitter world of warcast at gmail.com is our email address. I want to thank everybody for listening, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.